Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily, and this week I'm flying solo. So I wanted to hop on this week and talk a little bit about community. I've had a lot of community on my mind as I have hosted the Cauldron of Wisdom 3 virtual conference this last Friday and Saturday, and just reveled in the amazingness that is bringing people together. When we all come together in community, so much magic happens. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're a solitary practitioner, you know, there's a lot to be said for having that practice, for really honing your own magic, for knowing yourself, your skills, your ability, your strengths, your weaknesses. And that being said, there's something about stepping into a group that mirrors that back to us in a whole other way. I've been really feeling into this a lot lately, and I think a lot of it for me has to do with the ending of my women's circle uh, slash coven back in December. That ending was a long time in coming. Things had been slowing down. We'd been trying to keep it together for a long time, but really hanging on by a thread in so many ways. And some of that was circumstance, and some of it was, as Veronica and I talked about, just that things do come to an end all good things come to an end at some point. And that being said, I have really felt that loss. And I think it was compounded for me personally as well, because uh, my cohort of the priestess path for that year ended shortly thereafter. So I went from meeting weekly, every other week, essentially once a week with a group of some sort doing ritual, magic, whatever it was we were working on to not doing that at all. And it made me have to fall back on my own self, <laughs> my own uh, skills and practices. And you know what? I wasn't really great at it. I tried. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I create things all the time, rituals, ceremonies, spells, all of that. And often I'm doing it for other people. I think sometimes that is, for me, the gift of having a community like Wise Woman Witchery is it requires me to show up for others. And as a result, maybe as a byproduct, I end up showing up for myself. That's kind of an interesting concept. Like where else, where in your life, you might ask yourself this, where in your life do you show up for other people? But in the end, it's actually requiring you to show up for yourself. It's like, it's like the gift, right? That you didn't know you were going to get out of the whole deal. So, so that has been a really powerful thing for me and being able to continue to create and be required to create in some ways, ceremony and spell work and classes and all things witchery is that it has made me continue my practice because in truth, I wonder how much I would actually do on my own. I'm very, very good at being busy, creating tasks for myself, managing too many things at one time. And as a result, my magical and spiritual practices can often take the back burner. So I've just been really thinking about what do I personally need in my life? I think I need another women's circle, if I'm honest. I think I definitely need to figure out how to make that happen in some way. I think I need more learning too. As much as I love to teach and hold space and groups, I also really love to learn. So I've been contemplating what, 
witchery classes can I take? What uh, programs can I sign up for or participate in where I get to just show up and learn and participate not as the person holding the container, but as somebody who's just sharing the space, somebody who's open to receiving instead of being the one to give. I mean, when I teach, I definitely, definitely receive. There's so much that I get out of that as far as learning from everybody who comes to classes. You know, everybody's got wisdom. And when they share themselves and they share their vulnerabilities and their honesty and their truths, I learn from that. And it's very different than uh, learning in a class where you show up and you're like, hey, teach me, please. I want to learn. <laughs> I want to learn all of the things. So for myself, I've been thinking a lot about community. How am I going to bring that back into my life? And how am I going to bring that into my life for myself outside of being the, the person who is the leader, teacher, healer, priestess? Um, yeah. And there's more to be said about that because I do believe that every time I step into a circle – whether I am teaching or just present, all those aspects of myself are there as well. It's just that they're taking up different amounts of space. So that's another interesting thing to just ponder is, is how do you take up space in groups? And uh, are you, where, I guess, what's nourishing you in this moment in time for you? Because sometimes it's going to be so much more nourishing to be the teacher. And sometimes it's going to be so much more nourishing to be the student. And right now I think I need both. But I'm definitely out of balance because I'm not getting enough of my Emily student time. <laughs> so one of the beautiful things about the Cauldron of Wisdom was even though I put it all together and brought everyone together, I got to hang out and be a student for two days as well. I taught a class and I got to learn from nine other people. And that really drove home for me how important it is to continue learning and to continue connecting and to be in sacred space with other people and not just alone. I know that doesn't resonate for everybody. Some people really jive on being a solitary practitioner. It is their jam, but that is not how I am built. I know that I need to be doing these things within a group. And by doing it within a group, it actually feeds my solitary practice. Whereas if I'm just doing a solitary practice, there's something missing for me. And it's interesting to say that aloud too. I can feel in my body as I'm speaking that the truth of it. Um, and also a little, I feel a little sheepish, <laughs> like, oh, maybe I'm a bad witch because I'm not good at being witchy on my own and I need other people. It's not true. My logical brain knows that, but my emotional body is like, you should never have said that aloud on a podcast that hundreds of people are going to listen to <laughs> because now they're all going to know you're a fraud. I'm not a fraud and I know that. But it's funny to watch my inner voice come out and make some comments about that uh, because I'm being truthful and vulnerable and seen or at least heard. Anyway, these are just my thoughts on community for today. I know it's been a couple weeks since I've dropped a podcast and I wanted to put one out today. This one will just be short. But really, it's just a... Um, I guess, an invitation to ponder what community means to you. 
how community nourishes you. If you are out of balance somewhere in that, are you lacking community or are you lacking your personal solitary practice? Do you find that the idea of community makes you kind of cringy and you're like, yeah, I'm definitely not into that. Uh, I'd be, I would be much more interested in hanging out solo. Thank you. <laughs> you know, how does that land for you? And to also ask yourself if you're willing to take the risk to step into community. That's something I know happens for me every time I step into some type of community is it does feel like a risk because you're being seen. And when we're seen, there's always often, I'm not going to say always, not everybody experiences this, but I know many people experience that fear of like rejection or judgment. Um, and that definitely comes when we bring ourselves into community. But what also comes is support and love creation, inspiration. It, it's just, it's really a rich, rich field that we can till together. So community friends, where's that showing up for you? How do you want it to show up for you? I think for me, I got to find myself another women's circle and I want to keep teaching the priestess path because I feel passionate about it and moved by it. And every time I get to come together with that group of women, whichever cohort I'm working with at whatever time, there is something really just juicy and yummy. And I look forward to it. And I feel honored by it because I get to hold that space that people can drop into and explore their own magical realms. So I'm going to keep doing both those things. I'll keep doing moon rituals every month for the Diving Deeper membership group. I'll keep talking to people in the community. I'll keep co-creating with other people. I mean, I love collaboration. Love collaboration, as you might have caught on to by now. But where are you collaborating? Where are you connecting? That's what I'm going to leave you with today. Just a pondering, an invitation to ponder where community is showing up or not showing up for you, and what your relationship to that is. Until next week, everyone, keep it magical. Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Hey there, friends. Emily here from Wise Woman Witchery. If you like what you hear on The Witch Next Door, I invite you to support us. You can do that by rating, reviewing, liking, following, uh, what else? <laughs> Whatever else it is that you do on the platform you like to listen to podcasts on. By doing these things, it actually helps other people find us. And in that way, helps us spread the magic. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that. And thanks for being a listener. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram and be part of our community.